So I, I'll definitely um piggyback off of what Mash said. Like I have penis pride. I'm gonna be honest with you. I penis guys are so I shallow. Believe... Y'all so fucking no, shallow. No, 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 it's a fact. I ain't gonna lie. It's, no, it's, it's a fact, bro. But no, I'm proud. I tried not to go there. I tried not. No, but I'm gonna take it. You know what it is? I'm proud of you. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why because and. And going through and researching this episode, it, I had to be honest with myself. Like, I personally have to believe that the penis I am facilitating out here is better than most men. I mm. have to believe that. Mm. You okay? do have to. Facts. I, no, I have to. I, I'm telling you, my pride makes me want to help a woman call me one of her best lovers. So it's and it's something I take pride in because, once again, I study the game. OK, I read the books. I do the work. You know what I'm saying? I figure it out. So I take pride in that. Right. No, I'm being honest. Like that, that's really what it, what it is. But that's, and granted, I have other prides. Like I I love being black. You know what I'm saying? I love buying black. I love doing things that support black people. I love seeing black men be better black men, balanced black men, whatever the fuck. Like I, so the things that I care about that I like doing at a high level, I'm prideful with some of those things. Some of them can be a bit on the toxic side, but I'm honest with myself about those things. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable conversational podcast that gives a voice to the Black experience. Millennials from New York City sharing our views on Black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in the world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. We live. That was not seven seconds. Oh, maybe I was counting too fast? Okay, sorry. Okay. My bad. Would, you, would you like us to cue you? <laughs> cue me, cue me, cue me, cue me in. You know her math don't be all math. All right, all right, all right. And five, my math don't be math then. four, three, two, one. We yeah. love. <clears throat> do what it do, what it do. What up, everybody? Tribe? Yes. Peace and love, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet, where we bring you the real in a world of fake. Talk about That's it. That's what we do here. Welcome, Tribe. Welcome, yep. co-host. Peace, peace, peace. Which happened? Tribe, if you know my voice, you know that I'm TJ, the unicorn Gemini. I bring duality to the podcast, and these mofos call me the ice queen because- mm-hmm. I be cold sometimes. But All the they, time. They know my intentions. They know my heart. Tribe, you know my heart? Icebox. You get to answer it right there, Tribe. Well, you get to hit the <laughs> like button right Drop now, too. Yeah. Put a hit snowflake like in the right comments. <laughs> hit the share button right now. Hit the notifications <laughs> button right now. Hit the follow button right now, wherever you're hearing right. us. Um, and let me go ahead and introduce my handsome and beautiful co-host. Yes. I'm going to start it. with Flash, the philosopher. Oh yes. You gonna clap it up? What up, Flash? Beer gang. Yeah, what's good? What's good, y'all? Um, peace and love. It is your boy. Today, I've been feeling real like touchy feely. So I'm gonna just say uh, I am the masseuse for the caboose today. Okay. Um, okay, it's your that's all I got. All right, yeah, it's your boy Flash the Philosopher. It is he, it is me, it is I. What up? What up? Gang. Um, next I'm gonna take it over to my favorite fuck boy. Yes, you okay. are. Yes, you are. Hey, fuck boy. Oh yeah, I should be clapping. 
AKA yeah. Shake. You gonna stop fucking talking to me like that first. Okay. <laughs> Second off. <laughs> Peace and love to all my the whole tribe out there. What to do is your boy Shake. Yeah, I'm here. Um hopefully we have a really well, we're gonna have a really great we are. episode today. We are. Talk about it. All right, and now I'm gonna take you to everyone's favorite number three, but she was my favorite first, okay? I got a lot of uh whatever. Favorite. What should I call it? She's mine. Okay. A lot of pride. You got a lot of pride. Once, you got a lot of pride. I have her all the time. She's mine. My bestie. Hey, bestie. Talk about it. Hey, what man. up, Lil Mo? <laughs> hey, tribe. It's your girl, Lil Mo. You know, I hail from Co op City Section oh, 5 oh, all man. day, every day. Don't ever say that. What zone kind of shit? I won't even think about uh, it. Uh, <laughs> never. Not never. Don't never zone my never. shit ever. What's good, y'all? Ever, 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 ever. And then I'm gonna take it to the last but not least, Mash Spew God, drip, 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 drip. Yo, drip, drip. what's good, everybody? <laughs> put enough bass on that drip for me. Yo, you gotta drip, bro. You gotta do the drip, drip at least one time for the year end. I don't think I ever yeah, got a drip, drip out of you, bro. Can I get I a drip, drip, bro? Please, yeah, Jeez. I drip, drip. Right. I give you drip, drips all day, bro. Pause. Thank you, bro. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, thank Pause. You, bro. I don't know where y'all going with this. The drip, drip stops. Drip. drip stops there, though. Okay. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Mash, aka Spew Guy. Drip, drip. Please hit the drip, drip. Out here representing South Jamaica, Queens. Only Queens make kings. For those who don't know, Spew is an abbreviation for spreading positive energy wherever. And as a Spew God, it's my job to enrich the lives of everybody I meet. I'm excited to do this episode because we're trying to purge our souls. You know what I mean? Trying yes. to become perfect beings. You know what I mean? And uh, TJ going to get us where we need to be to make that happen. Yes, yeah. we are going to get there right now. So Tribe, if you've been listening, we've been doing a series called Seven Deadly Sins. It was something that Flash the Philosopher, of course, the philosopher would come up with something like this. But the origins of the Seven Deadly Sins stems from traditions of uh, the Greek, the Roman, and even early Christianity. Today, um, I'll tell you what the seven deadly sins are. Let me look at my notes. But wait, don't we need to get oh, that chocolate cleanse? Dang, oh, bam. you do that. That's I right. You, I got you. I got you. We got, got two you. things we got to do. We actually have three Facts. things that comes first. You're right. A yes. lot of things come first. So yes. sorry, tribe. We are going to be talking about seven deadly sins. We are going to be yes. talking about pride as the seven deadly sin. Mm-hmm. And because we're talking about pride, usually I come next with my no bad days. Yeah. It's going to be a great ass day. Because I said it was going to be a great-ass day. I won't accept nothing else. Nothing bad will enter my day. Say that shit like you mean it. Howling. Wow. No bad days. No bad days. Yo, uh, TJ, I love how they saved you from making this a bad day by making sure we remind each other yes. that we have yeah, no operations to this day. Of okay? course. To make it so beautiful. Yeah, Tribe, if you don't have friends reminding you that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to have any bad days, mm-hmm. let us be your friend. Let us be your friend, okay? Mm-hmm. We, we will tell remind you. you not to have mm-hmm. a bad day. Um, and we pray that you don't have a bad day this week. I want you to be reminded of it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the orange chakra, also known as the solar plexus chakra. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Is it? Why? Um, oh, sorry. Sacral chakra. Not solar plexus. Sorry. Sacral chakra. Still one of my favorites. Well, <laughs> you just said that to say it. Uh, I like the solo. I like this one. This is the solo plexus one. No, no. No, it's sacral Close. chakra. Sacral. So, oh, yeah, it's orange. And the reason up. why I chose sacral chakra is because it's it's responsible for our sexuality. 
Mm-hmm. It's responsible for our creativity, but it's also responsible for our emotions. And when I looked up the title of this episode, Pride for Seven Deadly Sins, Pride falls under this chakra. And I want to get into why, whatever, but in the episode, I'll get there. But yeah, I did research because here at Sophisticatedly Ratchet, we're sophisticated, we're yeah, ratchet, yeah, we entertain yeah. you, okay? Yeah, like that. And we also inform you. We want to educate you as well. Facts. Um, so, no shake facts. No shake facts. No shake flags. Also, the word pride, it's an emotion. It falls under the sacral chakra. But I also found that with this chakra, it is largely representative of us having choice. We're at choice for everything. We're at choice for the thoughts that we create. We are at choice for the things that we do. And so I want you to remember as we are cleansing this chakra, like allow it to. Balance your thought process and remember that you're at choice for everything that comes up in your life. How am I going to respond to this? That's a choice. What am I thinking? If it's a negative thought, I have to choose to think a positive thought. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. True. Some affirmations. Um, Wait, I want to tell you this. So this chakra can be blocked by fear, especially if you're fearing death. Oh, wow. And you can... And when you open this chakra, it boosts your um, creativity. It allows you to manifest whatever you desire and your confidence. So I bang this when I want to live on the edge a little bit. If that's no. what you choose How'd to you do. Get that? If, if that's what you choose to do. <laughs> she said if she you want to live on the edge, go ahead. she said it gives you courage. So I'm just saying, like, if I'm about to do something crazy, I just bang. I didn't shit. say courage. No, I, I said, said your courage, creativity. Bro. It man- allows you to manifest whatever uh, you desire and your creativity. I misheard that whole shit. Yeah, yeah I'm really sorry. Bad, bro. It's all good. You heard? Okay. Pay attention. Sorry. All right, some affirmations that you can think of as we bang the chakra uh, or throughout the week so you have no bad days. Creative energy flows through me freely. Mm. Flash, you had a question about that. You were like, what does freely mean? And it means without any barriers, without you mm-hmm. thinking of any self-doubt. Like, whatever comes up for you, that thought came into you for a reason and you get to create it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is I nurture myself emotionally and I take full responsibility for my own happiness. Yeah, I believe in that. Okay. Another one is I trust my loved ones and they can trust me. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inspiration is always flowing to me and I act on the great ideas that I receive. Yeah. Yeah. Some I gotta tell myself that. I think that's the one that I'm gonna write on my mirror for the new year. Um, Mm -hmm. I get to act on everything that comes to me. Um, we're creative beings, and that's what the sacral chakra is all about. So go ahead, guys. Are you guys ready? Ready. Take a nice deep breath in and out. No bad days. That was good job. Good that job. Was that was good. Yo, question. I know. I yeah. know this is random, but do that when you when she when TJ when you bang it, do y'all get like 
reminded of how they used to play like the the um the broadcasting shit on TV <laughs> and shit. Like I, I wish and they, they had the play. colors, the rainbow yeah. colors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have played that shit. That's my shit. No, I don't think of that. But uh, I hear you. I hear you. I do. I do envision like. Since I have an idea, like where the actual locations of the chakras are, oh, I do envision I say where like it them is? opening up. I said it at the bottom button. of the screen. It's in your, in your belly button. Okay, yes. Yeah. So it's underneath your belly button. That's where it is. Yeah. That's where I your like creativity that is, your sexuality. Yes. Sorry, um, go ahead, Mesh. No, it's all good. I would just co sign with I like to think that it's opening. Mm, yes. Mm. Okay. Dope. And our next segment, because we're sophisticatedly ratchet. Our sophistication takes us over to my boy, my favorite fuck boy. He's going to educate us right now with some ah. sophistication. All right, all right. Word of the week. 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 Hey. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. This week's word of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is hubris. Okay, I know you guys have heard it in like ancient Greek movies and shit. You probably heard it in 300 or one of them shit, but you never knew what hubris meant. And I'm going to tell you today. Hubris means excessive pride or self-confidence, right? It's a noun. All right. So, you know, someone has to possess this hubris. Someone you can't say, um, you know, this person is well, mm, you can't say this person is hubris. Because it's like you have pride. So this person has pubris, all right? Just like pride, it's a noun, all right? So the so I would say it's something like this. My uncle's hubris. No, matter of fact, no, 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 no. Oh, Tory Lane. We'll talk about Tory Lane. Tory Lane's hubris is the reason why he's in jail right now. Facts. Mm. Mm. Okay, is that, okay. Is that how we can use it? I like that. Ding. Where's the ding? Yeah, give me the ding. Okay. Well, you're not getting a point right <laughs> now. Y'all not giving that. niggas free points. No, I mean, now. it was a sample. It was okay. a sample. It was a good sample. This was a sample question. That was a good question. Was can, I, can I throw one in there? Can I throw one in there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because of, because of my hubris, I didn't ask for directions and we got lost. Ooh. Thanks. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. So, Tribe, we challenge you to use this word throughout the week, throughout mm-hmm. your vocabulary moving forward. And Absolutely. if you want to play a game with us, you can go ahead and play a game. Every time you hear the word, we get a point. But you can go ahead and drink, sip, eat, whatever. whatever. Play it with your friends. If you hit us in a DM, we'll send you some burner cards. All right? Yeah. You hit us at uh, So Ratchet Podcast on Instagram. So or you yeah. holler us in, uh, what are we on, TikTok too? We everywhere. Yes. TJ, you want 30 everywhere. seconds? Let's give TJ Actually, 30 give seconds. Give my 2020. Give my 2020. Let's get it. Tribe. Thank you for listening to a new episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. You can hear us everywhere you hear podcasts. Every Wednesday, we drop new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon has podcasts. Then you can go ahead and follow us, like Mash said, on IG at So Ratchet Podcast. We're also on TikTok at So Ratchet Podcast. Hit us up, DM us, send us a message. We'd love to connect with you. Put a, a comment in there. We are always in the comments, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Hit yes, us up are. also on Twitter at So Ratchet Pod. We are tweets or tweeting. Uh, twatting. We, We're twatting probably. Twatting. Tweeting. <laughs> nah, I'm not twatting, money. Twat, And we are also on YouTube where you can see our beautiful and handsome faces every yeah, week. Got melanin. Go back through the archive if you want. We are at So Ratchet Podcast on YouTube. 
hit the like button right now. Hit the subscribe button right now. Hit the follow button right now. Hit the notifications Show button more. right now. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend Thank right now. Share mm-hmm. us with the world mm-hmm. right now. We are your sophisticated mm-hmm. ratchet tribe. And thank you for being a part of the tribe. Yeah, come Word. get this melanin. Word. Yes. Tell a friend to, come get tell all a of it. To, come yeah. get this education. Come get this entertainment. Yeah. You are sophisticated ratchet. What does sophisticated ratchet mean to you? Facts. All tell right. a friend to tell a friend. We are sophisticated ratchet. We Skinny. are. Yes. yes. Um, all right, so now I can get into the episode. So, like I said, we've been talking it, we've been doing a series called Seven Deadly Sins. Um, and I told you the origins are ancient. It goes back to traditions of the Greek, of uh the Romans, and early Christianity. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins. Let me tell you what all of the seven mm-hmm. deadly sins are. So it's envy, mm-hmm. gluttony. Mm. Lust, mm. anger, yes. sloth, and pride. Anger. I did me? some research, okay? So when it said early Christianity, and I was seeing like devils and like angels and stuff like Back that. when, when I used started to burn research, people at the stake and shit. For yeah. yeah. So I did some research and I was like, when I read the Bible, those weren't the sins. It was like, thou shalt not kill and thou shalt not. Those were the sins, right? Those are commandments. Those are different Oh, commandments. Sorry, my bad. Right. My bad. Yeah, it's all good. Tell. It's all good. You can tell that I, I became more spiritual as book. opposed to. Go back to... and read the good book, man. <laughs> there's, a, there was a, there's a lot of rules in the Bible. There's a lot of rules in the Bible. Don't covet your neighbor's so, wife. Yes. Yes. So I was like, yo, why is this not in the Bible per se? And then I, I came across something that said, it's actually mentioned in the book of Proverbs, mm. all mm. of these seven deadly sins. Um, mm. So they don't speak to it very specifically, but it's mentioned in some sort in the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And um, what else did I want to share with you guys? And then it also said that these seven deadly sins are thought of as transgressions, um, mm-hmm. which don't allow you to progress spiritually. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you have any of these seven deadly sins, it's saying that you're not going to be able to progress spiritually. And know. for me, I never even thought that pride was a negative thing because I've always been taught. I was like, going to say that. Yeah. yeah be like Be prideful be, of yourself. Yeah. Yes. Black pride. What mm-hmm. what prides do you guys hear of? Um, black pride, gay pride. See, yeah. right? And, it's, right? and it was like a positive thing. So when I was reading this, I was like, why is that? So let me get to the definition. So the definition, I'm going to start with the whole Greek, Roman, uh, early Christianity pride under the seven Mm -hmm. deadly sins. So pride Mm -hmm. is excessive belief in one's own ability, and it usually interferes with your individual recognition of the grace of God. Mm -hmm. That was weird to me. I was like, I've never heard a definition like that. I'm going to go on again. It also says pride is known as vanity. I would have mm-hmm. never thought that either. Yes. Okay. It said it's considered mm-hmm. the uh, original and most serious of all the seven mm-hmm. deadly sins. Right. More than lust and gluttony, yes, all that is. stuff. And then I thought mm-hmm. about Kanye West. I'm like, okay, I, I can see that, you know, like, because I <laughs> can see him version. being like this, the extreme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it says mm-hmm. it's also the most angelic or demonic. Hmm. Mm. So that kind of ties into the sacral chakra. You're at choice whether you want to be prideful in a positive way or in a negative way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it says it's identified dangerously. Some people don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as corrupt selfishness and putting one's own desires, urges, wants, whims before the welfare of other people. Yeah, I, yeah. I think when I was reading up on it too, it's like, you know, they mentioned that pride is probably where a lot of the other ones kind of stem from as far as like the sins. Like pride can be seen mm-hmm. as like a root of mm-hmm. of other sins because when you think about it, pride could you know be looked at as like too much love for oneself and you have to only protect like you know yourself and in all and most things it's it's just like you putting yourself on this pedestal, pedestal that nobody can reach and yeah it's a i guess pride is yeah i never it considered that opening go ahead <clears throat> that's a that's a really good point as far as like how pride connects to all the other ones like as far as being greedy right mm-hmm. yeah. i pride myself mm-hmm. on being uh, I pride myself on, on greed. Like I want, yeah. I want all the stuff to myself. I pride myself on being uh, <laughs> lusty. You know, it, 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 it can go a lot of different ways. You can go a lot of different ways. Slippery slope. see the connection. Yeah, it's a slippery right. slope. And um, I think in uh, looking at pride, like it talks about the excessiveness of it. Yes, so, and that's right. what makes it the so difference. So that's the key. That's the caveat so there have- because it's excessive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get to that, too. Um, So would you guys say that you agree with this definition, this Greek, Roman, early Christianity definition as it relates to seven deadly sins? Yes. I just want to add, I want to, guy, my full shake. No, I I agree with it. Um, But as far as the, when you were talking about in the Bible, how, um, you know, if you have these sins, it's preventing you from, I guess, reaching your maximum holiness. I'm getting to that to that. It says spiritual progress, but yeah. yeah okay. I okay. I mean, I, I feel like everybody has some of these qualities in them, at least a little yes. bit. But I just feels like I feel like this is a guide to help check those. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it, it's mm-hmm. it, you're always gonna have it. It's always gonna be there. These right. are always gonna be sins that we commit. But this right here is a guide. Well, they tell us about it and they they highlight it so we know. To now check for these things and try to be a little bit more conscious of, mm-hmm. you know, of these That's things. The key. So you're Agreed. not excessive in it, like most said, correct. right? Correct, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the key things about like the sins is like one of the things that I take away is that it's helping you become a better person. Like the more mindful you are of these yeah. aspects mm-hmm. of yourself, True. it allows you right. to be True. able to like you know, pull it back a little bit. I'm being too prideful. Mm-hmm. I'm being too lusty. I'm mm-hmm. being too greedy, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's important for us to have those things in place to keep ourselves in check. So I get that 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead, Flash. You were going to say something? No, no. I was I was just definitely agreeing with MASH. I, mm-hmm. I guess in my mind, it's definitely about when I, I, don't, I don't always necessarily go better. I just say like it, it balances us. So it's making mm-hmm. me a balanced person because I even still feel like going too far to the left of, you know, lust where i think what the opposite of that is chastity it's like i don't want to be out here just not having sex you know what i'm Ooh, saying or not there's a balance sexualized stuff yeah mm-hmm. so it's just knowing that i can balance this and live in harmony at least mm-hmm. for me i honestly i pick and choose what i want from the definition Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and not I, how it I, works I know and this is what <laughs> I do I had a friend tell me that the other day she's like you say. can't do that <laughs> you can't yeah, pick and choose what you want and I'm, I'm like this is what resonates with me like this is what it means to me you know? look, look, this is so, pride right now but go ahead that's go pride ahead. it is pride, pride. Yeah. yeah it is yeah. but you know I also feel like sometimes when things especially specifically with the bible 
I think that that stuff was pertinent to that time frame. Does it, is it pertinent to right now for me? I wouldn't say uh, I fully agree with everything in it, but I can say because I've always seen pride as something positive. Mm-hmm. So for me to change this thought process, then now that I can see it, it's like, okay, if it's excessive, it's a, you know, that's how it's bad. Mm-hmm. So I'll read you guys now that we get got that out of the way. I'm going to share with you guys the Oxford definition, which is more prevalent to today. Um, so it says feeling a deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements qualities, possessions, or possessions that are widely admired. Should I read that again? Yeah, please. Okay. All right. So pride means that you're feeling a deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from your own achievements, qualities, or possessions that are widely admired. So like if you have, you could be prideful of your achievements, uh, your qualities, your possessions, Anything that you admire, you could have uh, like a, it's a deep pleasure for those things. That's Mm -hmm. what pride is. So I just did a, yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I I looked up the, like you made a really good point, Flash, about chastity. The opposite as far as pride, as far as the heaven, heavenly virtues is humility. Right. That makes perfect sense that the opposite of pride would be humility, which is, you know, the opposite of pride is being, being able to, well, I got to look it up, see what exactly what they say in the heavily version, because I didn't really see that part. But I can see how it works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, though, because humility is definitely, like, about how seriously you take yourself. You know, do you have the ability to laugh at yourself or see yourself, you know, um, not above others? You know, mm. being But I would fun. say the opposite for me would have been, like, arrogance or something. That's well, pride, be, being prideful does come arrogance. with arrogance, though. Or like yeah, that's one in the same. Move in the same direction. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they're more they're more perpendicular to each other than opposite. But even yeah. though they say have black pride and gay pride, you think that that's arrogance? So no, yeah. so so no. so to a certain degree. See, because how about too much of it? Maybe arrogance. There's lack of it. That's why we're promoting it. That's why that oh. has become right. a mantra. There's lack oh. of it, which is why right. we promote that pride yeah. because, because it's, we know. It's not, look, we know what white when, pride looks like. When white people were around <laughs> saying white pride, <laughs> right. it sounds excessive. It sounds, it sounds like dangerous. It sounds dangerous when you hear people say <laughs> white like pride. Arrogance. That's that's the real truth behind that. Sounds like arrogance. Um, okay. Um, so what's one thing that you take pride in, guys? Honestly. Um my sex. Okay, yeah. sex. Yeah, I take pride I take in my pride performance. In, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Mo. In that was I just in your performance. Oh, you said in your performance. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you take pride in that. Um, I guess I would say I take pride that I actually, you know, really get up and work out re- religiously. Like, you feel like it's which definition? Because that's not excessive to me. It could be excessive to some people. Could everybody be like, "Oh, you get up, you know, every, you know, every day at five something to go to go to the gym." Are you proud that you work out more than other people? Like, do you see that as a a plus to your life? Um, the fact that you're out here and you're you're getting to it as far as your workout? I do. Because compared to... <laughs> no shade. But compared <laughs> a to... Bit, a, little a little bit. I'm about to go there. Because um, <laughs> compared to some, you know, younger females, you know, I, that, that's out here looking how they looking. You know, I be looking all right. Uh-huh. 
Uh, you know, getting it popping. Okay, that's a fact. You know, that's a so. Fact. Would you say your physique or your? Because uh, I feel like going to the gym is like discipline. So a physique yeah, or discipline. discipline, or both. Um, both. both. I think this. I think both. Yeah, discipline, discipline definitely. Um, but I think both too. Okay. Both. Yeah. 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 Both. Who else? Uh, Shake. I'll go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go shake? No, I, I'm, I take pride in my knowledge a lot of times. Mm. Um, Ooh, even yeah. at like work and stuff like that. Like when I'm at work, yeah. I'm so knowledgeable about shit. And I take pride in being able to like help people, walk people like through that. things because I know shit. And I've been doing this for so long. But I can see how it can become excessive and shit or how I can get carried away with it because I might think that, you know, whatever you think doesn't work because I know how it works, but sometimes you got to be able to listen to new ideas and new, mm-hmm. I, new ideas may work. And it may be because I know this, this way, you know, and I'm so proud of the fact that, you know, I know how to get it done like this. It's not to say that your way mm-hmm. can't be as good. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, definitely. Fair. Okay. That's, yeah. I agree with that. yeah. So I, I definitely um piggyback off of what man said. Like I have penis pride. I'm gonna be honest with you. I guys are so shallow. Yeah, so fucking no, shallow. No, no, no. It's a fact. It's a fact. I ain't gonna lie. It's, no, it's a fact, shallow, bro. But no, I'm proud. I'm trying not to go there. I tried not and, to. Go. No, hey, but I'm gonna take it. I'm proud of you. Know what it is? I'm proud of you. you and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because and and going through and researching this episode, it, I had to be honest with myself. Like I personally have to believe that the penis I am facilitating out here is better than most men. I have mm. to believe that. Mm. Okay? You do have to. Facts. No, I have to. I'm telling you, my pride makes me want to help a woman call me one of her best lovers. So it's, and it's something I take pride in because once again, I study the game. Okay. I read the books. I do the work. You know what I'm saying? I figure it out. So <laughs> I take pride in research. Right. The research. No, I'm being honest. Like that, that's really what it, what it is. But that's, and granted, I have other prides. Like I, I love being black. You know what I'm saying? I love buying black. Yes. I love doing things that support black people. I love seeing black men be better black men, balance black men, whatever the fuck. Like I, so the things that I care about that I like doing at a high level, I'm prideful with some of those things. Some of them can be a bit on the toxic side, but I'm honest with myself about those things. Mm, Facts. Okay. Gotcha. 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 I was going to say, wait, you have something to say, Mash? Oh, I was going to, yeah, I said sex as a knee jerk reaction because that's legit. I really feel that way. I take pride in my performance. I take pride in satisfying my partner. Um, Mm -hmm. I got a lot of practice. You know what I mean? I feel like I've honed my skills and I feel like, you you know, I'm leading the league in at least six statistical categories right now. You know, I'm out here winning. Shake backs. Nah, you're right. Uh, But I feel like I also take pride in my emotional intelligence. I take pride in being able to navigate my feelings and express how I feel without overreacting. I take pride in that. Um, mm-hmm. I also take pride in anything that I create. I take pride in this podcast. Fact. I take yes. pride in any of my art. Yes. You know, anything that I put my, anything that I grow mm-hmm. out the yard from from when I'm mm-hmm. farming and whatnot, I take mm-hmm. great pride in those things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's, that's why I'm at with it. Yeah. I was going to say, I take pride in being my authentic, true self. And that is, I love being a woman. I love using my sexuality. I love just, I love being a woman. I really mm-hmm. do. I own that shit. I love being black. I love being a black woman. I love just being honest. I love 
loving all my friends, just being who I authentically am Mm -hmm. without the world and society, whatever they put on me. That's why I like being high sometimes because it just allows me to just be my authentic, true self, which Mm -hmm. is loving and kind and I'm not scared of anything and I don't feel like somebody's going to attack me and I have to have guards up and stuff. I love, um, so I take pride in that. But my definition of pride is just the the definition that I feel like I was raised on, which is like, mm-hmm. you're, it's a good thing. It wasn't like a bad thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know what it uh, is though? And, and I guess like, oh, you want to go into the next talking point? No, it's okay. After you say this, we can go to the next no, one. No, I, I just feel like where it does get dangerous though, when you say like, it's not a bad thing, I feel like you also have to understand that, you know, someone is better than you in order to kind of check your pride. It doesn't matter what it is like. You, you you can't just always think like you're the best. You could think like you're better than to a certain degree, but you have to check yourself. You know, uh, I but was no reading. comparison though. Right. I am the but, best. I get to be the best me, and nobody else could be me. And right. I, and that, and that's fine. But I guess it's when you start giving it the labels of like, well, what are you outside of you? And and I agree with you. Like you should be the best you. I think that's that's a dope thing. But um, I was reading and they have this whole thing in Taoism and they, they say humility is, is like the sub-definition. Well, the sub-definition of humility is actually like dare not to be first. So that's kind of what I think about when I'm, when I'm looking at pride. It's like you don't need to be the first. It, you, you just want to be good for you or as good as you can be. And, and that's kind of, you know, how you balance it, I guess, for me. That kind of leads us to the next talking point. So. Uh, the question is, when does pride become a bad thing? And for me, the first person that I can think of is like a Kanye West. And I mm. love him. Shout out to all my Geminis mm-hmm. out there. We are, I feel like one of the downfalls of a lot of Geminis is 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 our ego right. um, and our delivery. We're very passionate about what we're passionate about. And I feel like ego and pride kind of go hand in hand too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... I feel like if it's not checks, just like you were saying, Flash, um, that's when it can become a bad thing. When you're not self-aware of how you're impacting others, um, how it's affecting others, period, that's when it becomes a bad thing for me. What about you guys? When does pride become a bad thing? No, I was going to say, I think pride becomes a bad thing when it's, as the definition stated, when it's excessive, where Mm -hmm. you have no other goal or no other interest because you're solely just focused on yourself and, and your pride of doing things. So you have no regards for anything or anybody else. That's when I, that's, that's when I think it's not a good thing. Okay. Yo, mm-hmm. I think it's not a good thing when you have too much pride to do things that are good for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Give me an example. Like, for example, Mash had a sentence that I was too proud to ask for directions. And that's how mm. I ended up getting lost. When mm. you're too proud to do things that will help you, or yes. too proud to ask for yeah. help, 100%. that's a problem. 100%. That's a problem. Yes. And, and yes. also, also being taking it back to work as well, talking about these people who get these titles, when they get all this pride in this title and that they don't give a fuck about nobody else or their opinions. I used to have this manager, right? Like she would not speak to anybody who wasn't directly below her. Right. Yes. If you I wasn't like, like a direct too. report to her, if you report to somebody who's below her, don't talk to me. I'm walking right Follow past the change you. of command. Act, Is that yeah, what? I, don't, I, yeah. I act like I don't even hear what you're saying. But I think that that right there was that was her being too proud. 
know what I'm saying? To just say, because you can talk to people and you can let them know, oh, you know what? Like, I, I understand, but go speak to this person. But mm-hmm. she would yes. do some shit where she would completely like dismiss you and walk right past you like you don't Ew. even exist. Yeah, like that shit is terrible. Like and people, there is. are people like that. And I think that's when pride becomes way too excessive. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, I think pride gets too excessive where you get to the point where nobody can tell you shit and then also nobody can help you improve or you feel like nobody can give you mm. information to help you yeah. improve on something. So, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny? I feel like we all have this... um mode that we can step in where it's like you know if you you dress up you nice clean sharp whatever you know mm-hmm. you go out and you like nobody can tell me shit like and you know i look good you know for for what Feel i'm presenting I and what i have on you and, right. and you feeling mm-hmm. yourself you know what i'm saying and in those moments it's like you want to have pride because guess what somebody might come and say like i don't like that 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 shoes you got on or i don't like that mm-hmm. the shit you got on and mm-hmm. if you're prideful in yourself or you're sometimes if you're just um content confident. with yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, you're confident, you're going to realize like, no, I can't let this this space that somebody's trying to put me in as, as far as like them trying to change my perceived knowledge of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let them change that in any way, you know, so. Or your confidence in whatever right. you decided to put on, right? Yeah. Right. Because pride, yeah, because pride does play into a lot of people's confidence. confidence. So I, I always feel like once again, there's. It's like you can never just be so extreme with it where you feel like nobody could ever tell you shit like, but kind of know yourself mm-hmm. worth a bit, like study that and, and and know how to empower yourself, whether that's with words, um, you know, whatever affirmations, shit, mm-hmm. if you want to look good, you look good, but you're doing the things to empower yourself and have some sense of pride. I, so mm-hmm. like I said, it's all about balancing it for me still. Balance is key. Mm-hmm. Mo, you Damn. had anything to say or we can get to... We could. I, I was just gonna say another part of pride too is even in dangerous situations. And I'm just gonna give an example. Like if you're some people that just mm-hmm. like if you're getting robbed and you don't want to give oh, up yeah. your jewelry, your pride oh, yeah. is so high at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know, like I'm just using that as an example. Like your pride Facts. is so high, it's like give. You're not even thinking about your life at that point. You're just like, well, I don't want this nigga to run up on me or something mm-hmm. like that. That to me is being very prideful at that mm-hmm. moment. It's Crazy. just like let it go. Yeah, let uh, it go. Your pride. You could get everybody yeah. killed behind you could get that a, Exactly, exactly. Look, so a, a situation like pride that. Every day. Every, every day. day. Yeah. Every you know? day. Yeah. You know? so. so I feel like that kind of tied, well, that plus what Flash had said um, about mm-hmm. accepting criticism or mm-hmm. you didn't I don't you didn't specifically Facts. say that yeah. but that was the burner question Facts. and I was like oh my god let's go to the burner question so burner questions are okay. signature to the SR yes, podcast where we ask you a question and you get to answer yes no or sophisticatedly ratchet mm-hmm. and the question I have two questions I feel like they were one of the same but I'm going to ask them two separately yes thank you uh shake for being my demonstrator mm-hmm. so the first burner question is do you find it difficult to accept criticism when you've done something wrong? Mm. Do you find it difficult to accept criticism when you have done something wrong? Sometimes. All right. Unanimous, sophisticatedly ratchet all across the board. Uh, Mo, go ahead. What's up? Why sophisticatedly ratchet for you, baby? Uh, I think it's difficult. It's difficult because in that moment you realize like, damn, I did something wrong. So I think it's you trying to process that you did something wrong. And, and I'm using myself as a, and I guess for me, I would 
I'm kind of, I ought to be mad at myself in a sense. Like, you know, like, damn, mm. like, I'm, like I'm, I'm upset at me. So I'm still trying to process that I did something wrong, upset for fucking up, you know what I mean? And then being told that I fuck, you know, that, that, that I essentially messed something up. So I'm not even really hearing the person. So I'm still in my feelings at that point. So at that point, it, it is kind of hard. And you go into fight or flight and trying to defend why you did what you did or even if it was wrong or trying to figure out a back way. Well, well I was looking at, you know, to try to cover, you know, not cover it up, but, but fix it up and tie it mm-hmm. up in a bowl because you messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, and sometimes, even when I learn at my job sometimes, even when situations happen like that, I I, I learn just to say less and, and say uh, uh, two liners. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I That was a teachable moment. Done. Uh, Done. Yeah, we right. got to be able to accept Done. it. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. It was a teachable moment. Th- thank be you. Be accountable. Moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving forward. Um, it'll look different or thank you for that because yeah yeah <laughs> but it is difficult so, it, it is it difficult, is difficult. yes yeah. it is it is yeah yeah no no not cuz i mean in the moment in the moment you know um see my thing is the word criticism to me just feels like it feels like something bad i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like they're shunning me they're like how about constructive you know, criticism if we say constructive, that, that constructive constructive i feel like i feel like constructive criticism can also be could also be perceived as bad as well in the moment you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because in the moment that you know i fucked up you know what I'm saying? It feels like now you're just kind of just throwing salt on it. You're throwing salt on my uh. wounds and shit like that. And it may be difficult for me to accept it. But I mean, sometimes I do accept it. If I fucked up and I understand that I fucked up and 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 I want to improve and I want to do better next time, I will accept your criticism. But sometimes it, it may take a little while for me to accept it. It may take a minute for me to kind of like think over what you're saying to me or process what you're saying to me. Because, you know, I'm still kind of like upset that it didn't go the way I wanted it to or mm-hmm. something didn't go out the way I wanted it to. So, mm-hmm. gotcha. All right. I so, I, I, yeah, I'll say for me, I'm very, um, I think I used to take criticism a lot harsher back in the days. And I've had to rethink what criticism is for me and how it helps me i'm i'm more bigger on how criticism is told to me versus like the delivery of it correct yeah like i need uh, the, the delivery to be on point and like I a say supported that say, delivery correct you know in my in my work i work in web development of course mm-hmm. and we have this whole um uh work um work protocol that we do where we have to submit work it's called a pull request and the pull request is something that you submit with all the work that you you've done and all the code that you may have wrote or whatever the case is and somebody has to look at it and they have to give you criticism on this piece of feedback work. Mm-hmm. so so it's, it's feedback and criticism because mm-hmm. what you have to learn is that you don't know everything you have to be okay with that the fact that you uh-huh. don't know everything facts and there are people who are you know in industries or have been doing things longer than you and you have to be open to always knowing that you can learn from somebody so in these prs you know people will put corrective statements on there and some of them are opinions which is fine and and you and you're allowed to uh, i guess go against somebody's opinion if you ha- if you feel like you have a better strategy about doing something 
But at the end of the day, it's like, if you live in this space or you own this space of, I don't need to know everything. And, and the criticism at the end of the day is going to help me become a better, whether, whether it is a, a, a developer a worker, whatever you're doing in your craft or whatnot. I feel like, yeah, people need criticism. It's how you improve your work, especially if you're doing things on a high level. If you're a comedian, you need criticism from the crowd. If you're a, a basketball player, you need criticism mm-hmm. from your teammates. You need people who are in your corner telling you, I'm 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 working just as hard as you to make you better at your craft or your or, or mm-hmm. better individual. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely supportive in criticism. But once again, it's about the delivery for me. Like yeah. just talk to me, talk yeah. to me nice. <laughs> Facts. Nice. Talk to me nice is right. That I feel I feel the exact same way. For me, it's mm-hmm. I want you to deliver constructive criticism because mm-hmm. for me, it's the word. Criticism is like, oh, you're gonna just attack me. So I don't want to nice. be on defense. I want you to like, but I do want to know if I'm doing something wrong because I want to check right. that. I wanna I wanna make sure that I'm not hurting your feelings. I want to make sure that you know my intentions. I also want to make sure that I'm doing things right if it's professionally. Like mm-hmm. I do want to know. Uh, what I'm not doing right so that I can do it, uh, you know, better for the next time. So I feel like it's important to have it. I would change the word criticism. And you saw, I tried to change it to for you, Flash, where I was like, mm. it's feedback, you feedback, know, like I yeah. like feedback. It, I, it I just sounds you. more positive. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was going to mm-hmm. say, even what you just touched base with, I think about, I want criticism in my relationships. Yeah, I don't give a what damn if it's my better? yeah my sexual relationships and my yes. my romantic delivery or whatnot. I need mm-hmm. to be open at the fact that I don't know how to love you at your full potential yet, or mm-hmm. I don't know how to and fuck okay. you at, at your full potential, yet. and that's okay. Right? It's like, but yo, I need criticism. I'm I'm open yo, to this shit. Yo, yo, Flash. I'm glad I'm glad you brought up the thing with your job as far as you know how people give criticism because I'm really right. thinking about. You know how people give criticism. I like. I like this. I, I'm be honest with you. I'm like one of the biggest critics there are out there. I'm, I'm really? a pretty bad at work mm. sometimes. Really? What about your delivery? And, How's your delivery? And their stupidity. And that's what I wanted to talk about. My how I had to work on my delivery mm. of the criticism. Yeah, your emotional. Because people, the way people accept it, you have mm. to understand that certain people you can't talk to everybody the same way some people won't accept it if you say it a certain way but if you kind of if you kind of pivot and you make it a little bit more what's supportive exactly yeah you make it a little bit more supportive rather than rather than like critiquing them on how dumb or stupid that their idea is because Mm. sometimes their idea is stupid and dumb and but you still can't tell them that you know, it, no. it's, sometimes it is. Some people it's have the way dumb you're, ass yeah. ideas. And it's also the way you're questioning them. So even if it is stupid or dumb, right. you can say, okay, so what made you yeah. come up with, like, what was your idea surrounding yeah, it? Yeah, let me know your thought process. process. Let me know your thought process. You want to understand mm-hmm. it, and then you want to navigate them to kind of to the right direction to say, okay, well, moving Correct. forward, you know, it should look like this or whatever the Ex- case may be. Exactly, yeah, so it, exactly. That comes with, yeah, that comes with time comes, and skills. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Skill, you. skill. You yeah, know what skills. I'm saying? You I know you be finessing it. I know you be finessing oh, it, Mo. <laughs> of course. I finesse it too. I say, I finesse you know, it all the time. Yeah, you have to come in a very supportive way when you're giving criticism. You always nice. talk, and I've learned this and I, I practice this on the everyday because I know as a Gemini, that's one of my downfalls. Mm-hmm. It's not what you say. It's how, you, how say it. you say it. And 100%. I get taught that all the time. And I'm 100%. actively working on myself. 
with that right. specific thing right there. It's not what mm. you say, it's how it's you how say. You say it. And when you, and it depends. Like if you you could say one thing and your message could be so spot on, but people don't hear it because of the way you said it, whether you 100%. yelled at it, whether you were 100%. Uh, like a narcissistic type of tone or mm. you like a negative tone. It wasn't like supportive. And one thing that they've taught me or what I do from what I was taught on how to fix it is start with all the positives. So I'll say, you know, this was great. You did this great. You did this great. Uh-huh. However, you could improve on X, Y, Z. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, like I do that. this with y'all too. Yeah. If y'all don't remember, I do this with y'all. <laughs> like with the We only remember the Shit, ice. You did a great job. However, you were not here the other day. You we only remember <laughs> the ice. Okay. TJ, I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm looking at Shake like we're so different with how we critique our like coworkers versus how we mm-hmm. critique each other as friends and shit. Because mm-hmm. sometimes as your friend, <laughs> I, I need to be a little bit more um, a candid harsh. with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. a little bit harsh. Honest. So it's like, mm-hmm. if I have a stupid idea and yeah, it's, it's okay for me to have a stupid idea. Yeah. Shake would fucking berate me. Okay. Like, that's a like, fucking dumb that's idea. A, like, yeah, where the dumb fuck you idea. got that from? Yeah. That's a flash would say to shake. And I, and I got to be honest with him too, because I'll tell him, like, nigga, that's a dumb idea. But you he also knows your intention. At work, that wouldn't fly. Right. You'd yeah. be right. hurt right. at work. But between friends, uh-huh. we have a different rapport with each other. Absolutely. And, and there's times that when we're serious and it's something that you've worked on really hard or flash or shake worked on it really hard, I don't think you guys would tell it to each other in that rude of a mm-hmm. way either. Not at you all. Know? No. Well, yeah, so you and that's know the thing, though. There's a time and place now, for if it. I, if I know he put his heart and soul in this shit, I may not call it a piece of shit. <laughs> but you know, but it depends on how I'm feeling though. Because if he was a dickhead to me, when I put my heart and soul in this shit, I'm gonna tell him it's it's shit. I'm gonna be a little bit harsh him because I want him to know, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, like gosh. like I told y'all, like, I, yeah, it's like, but let me know, it's fine. I once again am open to all the critique. Like, mm-hmm. I love right. the shit. Okay. Mm, nah, nah, but seriously, definitely, um, it is about delivery. The way you said, the way you said that though, TJ, um where you would tell them something good that they did and then follow it up with something mm. bad. That's straight, that's straight True. out of, that's straight out of, um, um, how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. It, that was, that was definitely a chapter. I read in that, that book. book. I read that. It book. was a I chapter that in that book <laughs> to yeah. start with something like good that they did and then mm-hmm. to follow it up with, um, I, the way that you can improve. Is this way right here? Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's necessary, and that's but... not with your friends. That's with your children, mm-hmm. because sometimes only people only hear the bad, right? That's with they your only children, hear the your bad. coworkers, yeah. your friends. So it's important, and it also encourages them. Like I'm not doing everything bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So that was one bird question. We have another one. Mm-hmm. Um, should I go to that one first? Uh, okay. What yes. Um, I want to get ratchet a little bit. Yo, come on. Yo, can I tell one, can I tell one story right quick? Can I tell one story right quick? Okay, story. right quick, right quick. Okay, I, I, I was trying to remember what the story was. So, speaking about somebody who speaks how you don't accept the criticism well, right? Mm-hmm. When I was in um, high school, my trigonometry teacher, he was a fucking asshole, okay? I, and this is my second time taking trigonometry. The first time I took it, I just decided, eh, because I was, I was dumb. But I decided, you know... Um, when I say dumb, I mean I was doing stupid shit in high school. Okay. But and yeah, I feel like smart. I felt like I didn't care. I didn't care if I failed this class because I'll take it again or whatever. So I took the class with this dude, and he was an asshole. And mm-hmm. he basically he basically was a good teacher. But the problem was 
I didn't like his delivery on how he critiqued people or how he critiqued like me Mr. particularly. I was going to say that. that that's shit. what made me say so all teachers I, are like, math teachers are like that. But go ahead. I decided I was not going to learn in his class. Fuck him. Ooh, I'm not going to learn. Stupid as shit. That was pride on my part. So like, stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Okay. Mm. I'm not going to learn in your class. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I'm boom. I'm so, so, so I failed. The, so, I, so needless to say, I failed the class. Right. The next year was my senior year. They gave me the class again with the same nigga. And I'm like, fuck. Damn it, I have to sit here and sit through his shit. Yeah. Yo, I literally sat through his shit now and I decided that I was gonna let him fuck with me and I'm just gonna do I'm gonna accept it and I'm I'm gonna accept this criticism and I'm gonna just do better because I gotta get the fuck out of here. At the end of that class, yo, yo, I scored a 99.9 on my trip wow, exam. Look like, at that. Crazy. You're a choice, King. You're a choice. 99.9. Because wow. I decided that I wasn't gonna let him fuck with me. Yeah. Real talk. Right. You are a I, sacral chakra. I, I I love that too because I feel like I had a um I had a college teacher. Uh his name was Mr. Cuomo. And they was talking about like um he was a speech professor, Dr. Cuomo. And you know, everybody was telling me how great his class is in, in college and whatnot. But I was always like, fuck that. Now nah, I don't need a, nobody to teach me how to speak, nigga. This is me, nigga. I'ma just speak how I want, type of shit, you know? Once again, pride. Uh, you know, my hubris to think that somebody can improve how I communicate was you get a point. You was get blinded. A point. Yeah, let me point myself up. Um, was blinded by the fact yeah. that you know I think I had it all together, and you know I went to this man's class. Number one, I I, I thought I was going to maybe flunk the class once I saw all the shit that I could learn from him in terms of communication and how to speak to people and and different emotions that you emit with how you would, you know, just your speech and shit like that. This is maybe why I'm so big on like words of affirmation and shit, right. but just, you know, having somebody help scope the way how I see something I do well, like that's, it's super, it's always super helpful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to the yeah. good professors though. Yeah. yeah. Facts. 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 Shout out to us for even acknowledging some of the things that we've done. Mm-hmm. And seeing how it was like a detriment Bullshit. to ourselves. Like, dang, exactly. that was my pride. Yeah. Damn. Okay, uh, now I get it. I was. get it. Yeah. 100%. All right, can we get a little ratchet? Talk about it. Get ratchet? Ratchet. Well, All right. Um, when someone strokes your ego, is that a turn on? All the way. Is this a, is this a, a dirty card question? Uh, no, it's not. No. It's, well, okay. actually, oh, that oh, is hell. a burner question. No, That's no. a yes or no. Is it a burner question? That no. is it. I didn't even know it was. No. Yeah, the way I asked it. Come on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We don't need a call. Come on, come on, come on. I'm going to say yes. Well, well, I, well Wait, wait. What's everybody's say. answers first? When someone shows your ego. Does it make you feel good? Yes, yes. Is it a turn on? Does your pussy get wet? Does it get all inflamed and shit? I already know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about the guy who told you, who used to speak words of affirmation to you. And I'm going to tell you, I oh, had somebody shit, that totally did that. I totally forgot about that. So, I, I had somebody who did that as well, who was like, yo, Recently? No, 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 no. She's like, she, I, I had broke up with her a while ago, but she was like, yo, you're a king. Oh my God, you're so mm. fucking, you know, you're the fucking best. Like, nobody's better than you and shit. Like, Ooh. yo, she used to stroke my ego when she uh-huh. hard, mm-hmm. son. She yeah. said, you did, she would suck my dick mm-hmm. mad longer, but like, it's, you this is because this you, you fucking mm-hmm. deserve this shit. Yeah. And that shit used Ooh. to turn me on so I want to do that. I love yeah. that. that. Why not? Shit. Why not? I ain't even gonna lie. That shit. Like I miss her just for that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I need okay. that in my life. Yeah, women, <laughs> women who can stroke your ego in sex are are like a 
one in my motherfucking mm-hmm. book. I, I definitely get a turn on when, you know, women explain to me the thing I take pride in when I, if I'm trying to do it at a high level and they express that to me. So mm-hmm. whether she's saying like, daddy, this is the best dick I ever had or you ain't ever going to get this dick up, this good dick up to nobody else type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I take pride in that, of course. And it mm-hmm. does feed into the ego. But look, this is how I check myself because, you know, I always say like, yeah, this is what you're telling me now to like the, and granted, even if I believe that she meant that shit, I still got to understand that there might be another nigga that's going to fuck her better than me one day. And it's cool. I just need to be in her top three and I'm cool Uh with that. Okay. You okay with that? Okay. You settle with that? Top three. Top three. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, but I, yeah. That's not because sometimes sex is in your head, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like she could just been, she could have been just a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like receptive to another dude that fucked her. So it might end Mm -hmm. up being a better experience for her because it's not necessarily just the sex. It's the entire experience. You understand what I'm saying? So you don't necessarily have to be the best, but I want to be in your top three at least. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. But this is what I'm saying. Like when she strokes my ego and. The reactions that I'm seeing from her, the the you know the phone calls that that you keep getting, she she says like you're not leaving, you know she starts doing the things where it's like all that shit strokes my ego a little bit, especially when she mm-hmm. kind of get a little possessive. That's that's mm-hmm. the ego stroke for me. That means like damn, I'm right. out here, you know, I'm doing I'm doing some righteous, you know, like they they love it so much. And once again, we use that to feed our egos because we want to feel good about the things that we do. And I take pride in my sex, so it, it goes hand in hand. Facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what about you, boo? And let me give you an example because you were like, oh, no, you didn't get it. But like, what yeah, if he's I like, oh, my it. God, you're beautiful. I love your hair. I love your natural hair. I love your curves. Mm. I love your energy. I love your spirit. I love how thoughtful you are, how caring you are, you know? It makes me feel good, but I can't that say that my, feels so that my good, pussy's not going to get wet. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> That's going to make me feel good. <laughs> See? Yeah. Struck like, yeah. I, it is struggling. I think everybody loves that. I'm, that's yeah. why I say, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah naturally, because yeah. you're hearing positive stuff about you. Yeah. And, and it's hard to, but in, 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 in all honesty, I know with me sometimes, it's I struggle to hear the positive stuff about because it's kind of like, because mm, ah, you like, don't believe right? it. You know, like, you're just saying that, you know, some, that's how some people are. Because oh, you don't you believe it. You're that's just a saying question. that. Um, or you're just trying to be uh, humble. Which, no, which I, I think I think humble, and I think sometimes sometimes you don't believe it, you know. So then it's like mm. to hear it, yeah, you don't believe yeah. it. Mm. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So the, and it is terrible. Hubris. That might be hubris. Right. Whatever. Right. Shit. Right. I think I get it. <laughs> Yo, but you know, you know what fucks me up a little bit though. Uh huh. I like when women stroke my ego, but I feel like when I have sex with women, I'm not always stroking their ego. I'm. You know, I I feel like it's demeaning sometimes, but I've learned to balance it, which I think is a good thing because what's demeaning about it? Give me an example of what. Oh they no, you told he's talking about his Ike shit that he said. Yeah, like like, like how you yeah. how you talk verbally to somebody. You know, he talk, yeah. talk about you love being second best bitch. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of shit that goes down as far as like oh, wow. you know my yeah, my type of shit flash that. <laughs> uh, whatever, but no, I do feel like it's weird for me because I want her to tell me like all the good shit I'm doing, uh-huh. and. But then again, maybe I do say certain shit because I'd be like, yo, this pussy wet as fuck or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'd be, like, be like, ooh, girl, look at yeah. that extra spit you don't put on, on that dick. Go ahead. You know, so mm-hmm. I guess maybe yeah. I am saying things to stroke her ego. Mm-hmm. I just know like I do mix it in with things that 
I don't feel like they're stroking the ego, but it yeah, turns her on. Flash, so. you're not stroking the ego. You turn her on. But that's what playing to the humility shit. Yeah. Do, Some people yeah. like the, the like You turn her on a different way. You turn her right. on a different way. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it could be a turn on, but some women also like to be demoralized, and that right. shit turns them on as well. Okay? No, so, so look, so that's, so that's probably women having to kind of like lower that pride to, especially if you're, um, you, what do they call them? A submissive woman? Submissive women mm-hmm. probably have to be mm-hmm. open to saying like, I have to put my pride down because this nigga's about to call me a bitch, a hoe, a slut. He's about to nut on my, on, you know, on my face. His dick is about to be like how many inches down my throat and I probably won't be able to breathe for a little bit. And she has to be okay with that shit. She has to understand that, you know, all that pedestal shit that she be doing outside the bedroom and shit, you know, like. No, women don't swallow. She's nasty in the bedroom, though. She's a different yeah. person. She has oh, to lower yeah. that pride a bit. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Just saying, to story. be honest. That's interesting. That's story. That is very interesting. Mm. Um, for me, I do feel like when someone strokes my ego, it's a turn on. Um, it depends on how they're doing it. If it's a sexual way, like, yes, I want you to tell me that, like, you got perfect titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to, I want to hear that. I want to, yeah, you yeah. have a perfect Supple. booty, you know, like you're yes. perfect mm-hmm. for me, like yeah. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Um, It does mm-hmm. turn me on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I enjoy absolutely. it. And, and I love to give it because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Why not yeah. make somebody feel good? Because it makes you feel good. Why not? <laughs> I've heard it twice from women when women were like, really like, like, they really love the fact that a guy said that their dick was perfect for their vagina. Like, it fit perfectly. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what yes. I'm saying? Like, this shit, oh my God, it feels like we are a perfect match. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she had look at her pussy like, look, we found Shake us a like, perfect match. Yo. Like, that yeah. shit, he was meant for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is meant for us. Yo, I love when women like separate themselves from the coochie and shit. It's like they trying to be more powerful than the coochie. Like, now you, you know what you did was wrong. You know, but that wasn't me. Right. That was you. That was you. You did that. You know? <laughs> they always want to separate themselves from the whole shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Nash, we get to ask uh, you the question now. We having sh- too much fun. All right. Uh-huh. So and when someone strokes your ego, is that a turn on? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's automatic. Uh, give me the best yeah, thing. Look, yeah. What's the word? What's the words? What? Give me a drip, sentence drip, that drip, she drip. could say. You, every time y'all niggas say drip, drip, this nigga. <laughs> he strokes his ego. It does right. right. Exactly. But give me something a girl can say that's going to really turn you all the way on. Like, top three. Mm, top three? Top three. Uh, I mean, first, I mean, this, this is like the toxic masculine part, but I like being oh, called right. daddy in the bedroom. I, I like uh, that, that, that that does it for me uh-huh. she don't even have to say nothing but when she look at me with the fear of God in her eyes Ooh, like that's that yes that that's look. for me when they look at you when they looking at you like nigga why are you doing this to me mm-hmm. but they be like really what is it, like a happy kind of way that strokes my ego uh-huh. and uh, when they start shaking and shit shaking and shit does Ooh, it for me that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's it's cold it's cold it's the non it's the nonverbal cues for me that that struck my okay. ego I like that a lot because that means you pay attention. That means you pay attention. Yes. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. When has your pride or has your pride ever costed you a relationship? Mm, yes, 100%. Like, yeah. Is this a burner question? Your pride allowed it. Is that, no, is it's it not a burner question. This is just a talking point. Or yes. has no, pride ever talking. cost you a Yes, yeah, it could be a burner question. Burn the way question. it's phrased. Mm-hmm. Has pride ever cost you a relationship? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Has pride ever for? Oh my gosh, is this everybody? Is it a unanimous? Is the second unanimous for the episode? Um, uh oh, come say. on, Mo. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Yes. Pride is real. Pride is I real. I wasn't gonna baby. say yes. <laughs> All right. Pride well, is real. Combine. We are ratchet planet. Nah, pride is definitely cool. You need some time to think about why shit. it was a yes for you, Mo, because we'll nah, yeah. come to you third. Nah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I could. I, I was trying to think about it, but I can. I could see how. How. Give I us think an example. Hmm. With my ex that I was with in high school. Mm-hmm. And then when like he was a year older than me, then I went to college. It was just my pride. Like I just was feeling myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what what caused what, what caused our breakup. Because I'm like, I'm I don't need to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, like, like flying and it was in, in North Carolina and they all over me. I got that New York yeah. swag. Like he was, and he was a good, you know, he was an overall good dude. But I, but I also felt like, you know, when he was doing his studying too, like we, you know, like now I'm, because he's a year older than me. So now that I'm in college, you know, I, I'm focusing on me too. But I feel like part of my pride, like, like even when we was going through it, like I feel like I could have fought for it a little more, but my pride was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's fact. That's like, a fact. Yeah. That's how you lose a relationship real quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Same example for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I was dating a guy and I felt like he really crossed the line. This is the dot, the guy that left me in Colorado. Uh-huh. Remember I told you guys mm-hmm. he left me Love and that. that's how we, that was yeah. a catalyst to our breakup. Uh-huh. Um, and I knew that he never had ever been in love prior to me. Um, so I, it was like a you relationship. You think he loved you? He did. He, we did. definitely were in love with each other, but I was his first love. That, there's a difference. You know what I mean? Gotcha. When men have never loved anybody else other than their family, this mm-hmm. the first girl that is giving them that real relationship type of vibe. I think he didn't know how to fix it. Like he gotta, didn't know. I, and I could have been more patient mm-hmm. with him. What, my, what are you going to say, Mash? I, I don't know if that nigga loved you if he left you in another state. Mm. I think what happened, I mean, I do feel like he loved me. I think that he I didn't do, know I how do. to control his emotions. And I think mm. you okay. learn that as you get That's older. what it is. No. And this Correct. is I don't know first, if y'all niggas remember. This is your... I don't know if y'all never remember, but TJ needed to control her emotions. She's the one who fucked with Wild and Out. Okay? And that nigga, he, just, he, decided, he decided that he was putting his foot down and he wasn't taking this shit no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he fucking left. I wasn't toxic with him. I was toxic when I was really, really young, like 16 to 18 or 16. Yeah, maybe 16 to 19. I think those were my toxicity. Um, But with him, no, I wasn't. I think that he just didn't know how to control his emotions. And I could have been a little bit more compassionate for him. Um, But I I felt like he. Yeah. Go ahead. And it could have been your delivery with certain things, too. Yeah. And the things that I said. That's what you're working on. Right. Triggered Mm him. You know what I mean? And I felt like. It's, it was years later, literally, maybe in the past three years that we've been talking about it. And he was way back in 2015, 2016. We recently spoke about it. And he was like, yeah, I could have done this. And I, and I was like, I could have done this. And, mm-hmm. you know, but we allowed each other to just, we just allowed our pride to let the relationship go as opposed to figuring out that, oh, we could work on these things. So I Facts. Like that's, that's how it be. Right. That's how yeah. it be. Um, when I say pride and shit, um, so when I was on Uber Cruise and shit, right, um, oh, there was a chick that I, the, that's the affirmation, the, the affirmation chick, 
the affirmation uh-huh. chick that I was talking about, the one that called me a king and she was sucking my dick. And I appreciated her. Ooh. And I loved having sex with her. She's a legend. But mm. if she was on that boat, <laughs> I completely fucking ignored her. Um, I was fucking with other bitches on that boat and I didn't give her no type of time a day. Did you and go then, with her or she was just there? No, I wasn't with her. She was there. And Yo, she, shake, I shake, shake, no shake. Uh, shit, can I ask uh, you a quick question? Do I'm you listening. think she you think she considered I remember the young lady. Do you think she considers herself to be Caucasian? No, what was her, what you, was talking about the white, you talking about the white girl I was fucking? No, the white <laughs> girl I was fucking. She she's the reason why I ignored the other woman, my Nubian queen and Yo. shit. Oh, uh, I, I, I thought I thought the white girl was the affirmation no, chick. That's what no, made me think. No, okay, my fault, my No, the white girl was the prize. She was my hero. <laughs> Yeah, Shay, can I be honest with you, Shay? Yeah, Shay, you need yeah. a reality TV show for any time you want to boat, my nigga. We just need a camera crew to follow you around. You know, we go we go to this side of the of the boat, they're gonna be like, it's not your baby. And she could run from like one side of the boat nah, to the X-rated. other or some shit. Like it's you, X- it was X rated. We need all of it, bro. We want all of it, bro. It's X rated. I fucked this chick on the top of the boat, bro. I fucked her on the swing on the top of the boat, bro. The shit was we crazy. We heard that in our most yes. recent episode, by so the way. So my thing is, um, <laughs> So my thing is, like, you know, I didn't give this girl any time of day because, you know, I was so proud of my skill of getting these new chicks and shit that, you know, I just didn't, I didn't pay her any attention. And I felt like it definitely cost me my relationship with her because I know, and I and I know, and she's like one of these woke chicks. So I know she found out I was fucking a white chick. And if she found out I was fucking a white chick, you know, she's cutting me off completely. Yeah. So, she, yeah. So, yeah. So, she is. So, she cut me off completely yeah. and shit. So, Damn. my pri- my my hubris, you know, um, cost me that relationship. Let's just nice. say that. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, All I'll right. Say two for, points for you. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll say two for myself, um, I feel like pride definitely cost me a relationship, especially, and I'll go back again to... To me, feeling like you know my my penis power is supposed to be in control. It's going it's going to lock shit down all the time and shit like that. And I know it came at a time where I was dealing with um, two women, mm-hmm. and I was telling them both about one another in the sense of like you know, yeah, I'm, I still got this one that I'm that I'm fucking over here, and you know you you right here, but it's all good because I'm gonna keep fucking y'all, you know, as long as y'all need or whatever the case is. And there came a sense of pride with that because I think I felt like because I was able to communicate with both of them that, you know, I'm just a dick and they wanted to be around mainly for that. I didn't think they would just ever get up and leave, you know, right. whatever mm-hmm. the case is. And I guess for me, the one that kind of was getting fed up with the fact that she wasn't being taken as a priority was somebody who I was kind of getting to adore. And I said, you know, like, yo, I could really see something with this, with this woman and I didn't think she would have left as a, as abrupt as she did because of me having like all this penis pride about you know the dick gonna keep her around girls? type of shit, mm-hmm. huh? About fucking other chicks and shit. And yeah, because like, yeah, because I, I I thought it was a power in in a sense, you know. But uh, yeah, when when she ended up leaving, like the shit hurt, you know. So and I had to be honest with myself about that. So just knowing that, yeah, your pride can get in the way and like destroy a relationship that can potentially be super great for you. hundred percent, though. I, 100%. I, I agree with that hundred percent. Um, in terms of, in hindsight, when I think about how pride could have cost me a relationship, um, like I told you, I take a lot of pride in my sex. And um, I took offense to a relationship that didn't allow me to like express myself sexually. I, I felt like 
you should want this. Like I have so much pride in what in my performance in terms of like sex. The fact that it wasn't reciprocated or received, I was like, how dare mm-hmm. you? How mm-hmm. dare you? What was it? <laughs> she wasn't open to like a certain position, or I just don't feel like she was willing to. I didn't feel like she was willing to meet me where I needed her to meet me sexually wise, like consistency wise. Mm-hmm. Like I had a certain standard of how frequency or, you know, like intimacy and things like that, you know, and I take a lot of pride in that. And I think that acknowledging that she wasn't making the, making the changes as that I needed quick enough. Um, that's why the relationship ended for me. Um, because of that, I think that that was a big part of it. In hindsight, I, I feel like I was being really selfish. But I'm all right with that now. You know, I was being uh-huh. really selfish about what I wanted from the relationship. Uh-huh. And I wanted more sexually. And that was a big part of it, I think. How could you have handled that differently now? It's not about how I could have handled it. I could have waited around longer, but I don't think that would have been good for me. Like, I, Would you I, have had a conversation with her about it, though? Like, did you have no, a conversation No, we, we had, mul- we had multiple oh, conversations, really? for sure, oh, for sure. Okay. Like, we, okay. we worked on trying to address it, but... You know how you talk to somebody about something and they hear you, but no action is taken after you, you say Ooh, something yeah. about it? That's the, you got to you know? yeah. So you, you give yourself a grace period. You're like, all right, I'm going to try to see if there's any changes. And if uh-huh. there are no changes, at some point in time, you have to make a stand. Like, Facts. You're, and that, that's what it was for me in that instance. So that's my answer to that one. I'm complete. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. I have another burner question card. I got a lot of he said. Uh, questions. Okay, and this is going to be our last burner question. Do you okay. find it difficult to confess when you have done something wrong? No, no. This is being accountable. Do you find it difficult? All right, Mo, what do you say? So Shake says, nah, I say, nah. No, Shake said sophisticated. Oh, sorry. I didn't see who that was. Sorry. Uh, So Mash says, nah, I say, nah. Uh, Two sophisticated ratchets by Mo and Shake. And Flash says, yes. So Flash, why don't you go first? 100% yes for that nigga. Why is it difficult for you to be honest and be accountable and just say I've done something when, wrong? When like, you're wrong. Own it. Own it, nigga. Because no, nobody, nobody's ever 100% honest. And niggas know. Nobody. And niggas so you want to be like everybody else? You can't Mm-mm. be yourself? No. You can't be Flash the philosopher? No. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I'm, I don't perceive myself to not be able. I know I'm able to still be wrong about shit. And That's I know an there's going to be situations. Thing, yeah, mm-hmm. I know there's going to be situations that I'm going to put myself in mm-hmm. that I'm not going to admit to shit. And I, and I have to be honest about that because I have a, a, a level of humility and all this other shit. And I don't necessarily want a lot of shame anyway. You know, I'm, I'm open to, to certain things not shaming me. But at the end of the day, I know I'm, I'm not this 100% truth teller all the time. I, I still got some shit to lie about. You know, or not confess about and shit. And I have no, to be I think honest those two, about that. Those two things aren't yeah. the same, though, gang. I feel no. like you, you finding it difficult to confess is not the same as no, what it you is. Just said. So mm. when when I think no. difficult to confess, I'm not all right. So maybe it's still a lie because what are you hiding? Let, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. You say this. You say the sky is blue. Mm-hmm. I no. You say the sky is green. I say the sky is blue. You're mm-hmm. wrong, but it's hard for you to be like, you know what? You right, Mash. I'm wrong. You would make an argument be like, you know, but it's only green to me because of the way the ocean is at a 90 degree angle and the sun is hitting it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm right. You wrong, Mash. That's what I mean. That's the, that's what comes to mind for me when I see the question. Is it difficult for you to confess when you've done something wrong? Facts. And, okay. and, and I, and I guess you're too. looking at it at a lighter level. I'm looking at it as 
when you've done something wrong and you just maybe there's no that 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 um conversation is not there. Maybe you want to just confess, just to confess. But some yeah. of us don't confess right away until like we're we're pressured to confess about something. I don't think it's about confessing and shit um, about being wrong. Sometimes you truly don't think you're wrong. You right. know what I'm saying? Sometimes you truly have to literally like really listen to what the other... You're not listening to what the other person is saying. So it's harder for you to accept the fact that you're wrong. So you're going to continue to go with the fact that I'm right about this. Fuck that. Let me prove right? it. Mm-hmm. I'm right about this shit until you figure out that you're wrong. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then maybe now it's easier for you to accept. You're not going to sit there and lie about it, but people can tell you you're wrong and you don't perceive yourself as wrong. So you continue to say you're right. Like even when I say the um, sky is green, I can still see the sky is green. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you think I'm lying about it, I'm not confessing anything. I'm not lying about it either. This is my perception. You so this is what I see. You so deep. This is what I see. Right. And then eventually. It comes to me like, oh shit, he was right. The sky is fucking blue. Um, wow. But you mean I say that shit so, to him? You so now, right. <laughs> no, is it no, difficult you for me to? You, it's hard for you to say he, the nigga was right. It may be difficult for me to go over there and tell him that he was right. And I'm not saying right. that I won't. I'm just saying it's difficult. All right? right, it is right. difficult, but I would do it. I would go to him and be like, "Yo, you was right about the sky being blue." You know what I mean? Like at the time, I perceived it as I was still, I was not wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of different. Like if everyone has their own interpretation to everything. And so it's yeah. really important for us to understand each other with their interpretation. And so I think after I understand your interpretation and you understand my interpretation, it's okay. We can agree to disagree. No one's right or no one's wrong. Like this is my, this is why I feel like it was green. It was green. This sometimes the sky is pink. It's purple. Mm-hmm. It's not always mm-hmm. blue. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I could be, it depends on my interpretation of it. And it's important for the other person to understand where I'm coming from. But mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm actually wrong, like if I miss said something, I don't want it to be difficult for me to just be like, yo, my bad. I really, that's the old me was like that. The new mm-hmm. reformed with wisdom mm-hmm. TJ is like, my bad. Yeah. Like I get to be accountable for that. I didn't get that. And I'll give my explanation, my rationale, my whole interpretation. I want to make sure that you understand where I was coming from and be like, my bad. Because it's it's so important to be accountable for everything. In mm-hmm. shadow work that I've been doing, Mo and I, I, I put my my closest people through this like workshop where it's really for you to be accountable for everything. Even the things that you thought people did against you. You know, mm-hmm. you don't Thanks. get to hold on to it. For me, like Thanks. I have a lot of trauma from growing up in an abusive household and I used to be abusive to other people and that's not okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I get to leave that with them and you know, like my parents did what they did and I don't get to hold on to that and carry that in my shit. So I get to yeah. be accountable for the shit that comes up for me. I get to be accountable for my own actions and not blaming it on my trauma or blaming yeah. it on this extra other shit over there. So um, yeah, T- the new T- me, T- no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, TJ, it's not I difficult to, for me. I listened to an old episode and shit and I, I heard it was, it was part of the episode where you was like, you had ordered a bunch of porno and then you blamed it on your cousin and shit. That was fucked up. That was- <laughs> 
I hope he didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> she never confessed. Nat, nat. She never confessed. But she did something I wrong. That was the younger TJ. I said that. Exactly. This is the new wise wisdom. You was abusing people. You, know? you were really abusing people back then. I you did. Were... But TJ, this is what I'm saying because sure when you look at something like that, I feel like niggas, as, as long as you feel justified in what you're doing, mm-hmm. even if that shit is wrong, like you're not just going to straight out come out and, and confess. As but you're doing like you're, you're, you're wrong, shit, like you should, and I just feel mm-hmm. like that's a lot of people. So you know, I'm just mm-hmm. honest with myself about it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not justified in everything that I do. I still mm-hmm. know, like I do shit mm-hmm. that I don't o- always approve of. And, you don't, you, right. you don't always cop out to. You won't always right. say you not right away, not right away. Uh, no, I, not at all. It's a I lot of shit that you, you will too, never though. go no. tell the person mm-hmm. that you were wrong. You no, I, no, sometimes TJ. I may, I may never tell a person that I was wrong. I ain't even gonna lie. I, I may never go back and tell this person that I was wrong because I hate this person so much, okay? It might be a situation, or let's say even in relationships, right? Let's say it's a relationship where you you had this argument and shit, and you're arguing with this person, and you guys are going back and forth. You did some fucked up shit, mm-hmm. and you're never going to admit to the fucked up shit you did mm-hmm. because now you have right. to actually go to this person and tell them that, yeah, I did this fucked up shit. So, TJ, I tell you this. I challenge you to be wrong. That don't challenge me to to want to be right in everything I do. I challenge people to say like, let me look at something from a different perspective that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily my own. And mm-hmm. sometimes I got to question the shit that I do, and I have to constantly evaluate mm-hmm. like, did I was this right or was this wrong? And we still take the wrong route sometimes. I just feel like you got to mm-hmm. be honest about that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody so if you're mash. honest, somebody pick me. I know you have a lot, so I'm going to just let you go, Mash. Go ahead. Go ahead, you, go ahead you, you, you was the trying. The one who said yes, he's honest all the time. Go ahead, All Mash. the time. I, 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 never, I never said I'm honest all the time. The question was, do you confess when you've done something wrong? And I yes. think it is a very, it's very important for you to acknowledge when you're wrong so that you yes. can grow. I feel like yes. that's a sign of maturity. You need mm-hmm. to be Emotional to intelligence. You, mm-hmm. you need to be able to address those things so you can grow as an individual, even if it's like a self- your, your your pride is keeping you from being able to confess how you mm-hmm. really feel genuinely about the experience. You got to put that in check, Flash. No, no, Mash, you're not hearing me. Mash, 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 no, my shit you, is in check. Mash, I said, do you I have said to challenge yourself to be wrong. Your shit, I said challenge your shit yourself is not to be in wrong. Check if, your shit is not in check if you're not willing to be honest about what happened. Like if you're Mash. wrong about something, that's a sign of growth to say, you know what, I was wrong, mm-hmm. I fucked up. Thank you for putting me on to what this is. My perspective has changed now. That's maturity. I think yes. that that's important. And, 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 and this is what, I, and I agree with you. I'm just saying we all have maturing to do, meaning that we're still going to make wrong decisions. This is all I'm saying. We're still going to make wrong decisions for ourselves. I don't care whether it's, you know, you ate certain shit, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the worst way or you, or you mm-hmm. was, like I said, I can get deep on the shit, but I just feel like we're going to continue to make wrong choices and learn from them. And I feel like that's where you get growth. My, my question mm-hmm. is, okay. do you have to be do you have to be honest with the other person about how about you being wrong? Or I think do you, you feel should. Like it makes the other person feel good. Do, or, or does growth just come from you just being honest with yourself? Because sometimes I, I may not have to tell this other person I was wrong. I mean, for me to but understand that, you know, what, you I was wrong in that situation. And it doesn't right, always right. happen when you go right. back and tell that other person that you're no, no, wrong. No, no, no. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's the game. I think Can I ask a question? At the, at the end of, huh? Can I ask I want, a question? I want, I want to answer Shake's first, his question. Go ahead, first. Go ahead. So yeah. I, I think that that's an individual battle, right? Mm-hmm. Again, that's associated with maturity. 
right? Because if we, right. if if our relationship is affected by this difference of opinion that we have, if I care about mm-hmm. the relationship, of course I'm gonna address it. Of course Facts. I'm gonna come to you and say, "Yo, I was gonna put it. I don't give a fuck." And I had this, I had this lesson that I learned on my own, and and I don't mm-hmm. need to co- go back to this person. I'm not going Facts. to. Facts. It all depends on the relationship to me. Sorry. Yeah, it does. it does. It does. It does. No. I just, I just be feeling like niggas. I look, I be truthful as shit to myself. I don't feel like. So you mean, you mean to tell me y'all confess, or how quickly do y'all confess to to something that I'm, you do wrong? I mean, if I was speeding I, and shit, and the cop pulled me over, I'm, I'm denying. You said you speeding right away. I'm just saying, what did you caught me doing that? Sir? <laughs> but I learned that when you're accountable and you be honest with the cops, sometimes they actually give you a liar. lie. No, 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 never, sometimes never be can. honest. All right, tribe, we gonna redact that statement by TJ. Never you be never honest. Tell cops <laughs> you. you never. <laughs> Never talk to never, 12, bro. Talk never, to 12. never tell Ford that you, they are not you're your right. No, you're right, about that. you're right about they that. You're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah, always because, seek because, guidance Because when I think lawyer. about that too, I think about you could see somebody doing wrong in their relationships. Does that mean that you go out there and you start, you know, snitching to the next person like, yo, they being done wrong? Because does that make you a, you know, a bad person if you don't That's do different. That shit. That's different. That's I different. I don't think it's different. Because you a snitch. You a snitch in that situation. Sure. We're and not talking yeah, about Nobody talking about snitching. <laughs> talking about you, you acknowledging your wrongs and then expressing how wrong you were in that situation. Right. Now you pointing out people saying, look, look what he doing. Look, look what him. he look doing. Yeah. That's an nah. Aquarius thing for I, sure. I don't, I don't read the question wow. like that. Oh, she keep throwing that shit on your sign, bro. She keep throwing mad dirt on your sign, bro. I mean, I recently was dating an Aquarius. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Everybody, look. I ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> you know, I feel like niggas got I'm, skeletons in the closet and shit and dirt that niggas will never fucking preach on. They you don't have to. Name. You don't and have I know, to. This but is what like I'm Matt saying. said, he said it depends on the relationship. You don't always have to confess. I'm not saying you have to, to somebody, but at least you know that you were wrong for your growth. You right. don't have to go back to the person, but. It, it is also sometimes nice on the, as the other person to hear somebody say, yo, I was actually fucked up. I was wrong. I, my ex-boyfriend, I recently spoke to him during Christmas and we dated when I was in college. And I was like, yo, nigga, I listened to every voicemail. I had the code to your voicemail. So I listened to everything that chick put on your phone and I knew everything. And I still watched you lie to me. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm, mm. I was wrong. Right. And yeah. I'm so sorry about that. And it made me feel good. It made, because it was like, People gaslight you sometimes. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know what I'm saying? To make you feel mm-hmm. like you like it, they, they, it wasn't them or whatever, whatever. And you start to believe that, and you carry that on. It come, it becomes trauma. You start to carry that throughout your life in different situations. And so it's nice for someone to come back and be like, "Yo, I'm so sorry I did I that." I wasn't bugging. I wasn't bugging. Yeah, wasn't and then afraid. you can say that. Yeah, and then yeah, you can feel like you wasn't bugging. Yeah. Yeah, you was, yeah, when you so, when you said when you thought I was at that chick house, when you when, you, when I didn't pick up the phone that time. Yeah, <laughs> when I thought you when I thought you didn't have proof, when I thought you was believing my lie. Mm-hmm. You were, my bad, my bad. You, was, you got you it. Was everybody right. confessing. Everybody you confessing. was right. I know. You was All right, right, tribe. All right. So I'm gonna close out the episode with that. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for being honest and sophisticated and ratchet. Um, and lying too. Shit. Facts and lying <laughs> and being okay with being wrong. Um or not being okay with being wrong, Flash. No, um, I'm okay with being wrong. I said I'm okay with being wrong. Okay with being wrong. It's hard to I, confess it. I, I, accept, I accept it. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm shakes that sophisticatedly ratchet. Wait, Mo, did you exactly. go? Yeah, the mode, mode, mode okay. one now. Go ahead. No, no go. Go, Mo. Yeah. You don't go. Ahead. Um, 
I said sophisticatedly ratchet too because I wow. um because for some people it's hard to initially confess. You know what I mean? Because you're wrong. It's not 100%. easy for people to be wrong. You know, we could sit mm-hmm. here and act like immediately people is going to be like, oh, I was wrong. To me, no. No, it doesn't you feel need to good, process but it. you still right. got to do it. You know, you got to process it. I said sophisticatedly ratchet because it takes time to process it. Like, damn, mm-hmm. I was wrong. You and then you got to formulate, and then you got to formulate how to come back around mm-hmm. to tell the person like, you know what? I was wrong. So you, you sit with it, you sit with it for a while. At least that's how I feel before you mm-hmm. just come out and, and confess that you that you've done something wrong, you know, because you have to mm-hmm. uh, try to figure out, okay, how am I going to inform them that I did this wrong? Even if it's something at your job, even if it's something in a relationship. What if they bring it up to you? Th- well, it depends on the situation, what they bring it up to me. Then it's at that point, you could be like, right. you know what? I didn't even yeah. realize, but I, but mm-hmm. I was wrong. You know, you know, yeah. cause right there, you, call, you can't do anything. It's yeah. like, you know what? I was wrong. If they bring it up to me, you know what? I, I didn't even, now that I'm thinking about it, I was wrong. And I apologize. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. is that difficult yeah. for you? Is it, it difficult for you to f- confess that? No, that, that is not brings that, it up to you. No, that's not difficult because the person's bringing it up to you at that point. It's like you just got to sit with it. But f- for you to just naturally come out and just going to confess it, no. I, I think so, I don't think well, that's, that's how I felt. I think it's I difficult. Like if somebody brings difficult. it up to you, yes. Um, if somebody brings it up to you, I think that's different. Yeah, if somebody so, brings it up to you, mm-hmm. at, and, it, and it depends on what they're bringing to you, at that point, it's kind of like, yeah, you just, just you know, you got to own it. They're bringing it to your attention. So it's like, you know what? You know what? I was wrong for that. I was I was wrong for that. I'm I'm acknowledging that you're bringing it to my attention, and I'm gonna work on that or whatever you're gonna do after that because they're bringing it to you, mm-hmm. you know. But right, I, I I know the question said is it difficult to confess something and absolutely, yeah. Yo, but, ahead, you know, but you know what? At the end of the day, I don't think every time you're wrong deserves an apology. It's what it is. Right. Sometimes it it just doesn't. It doesn't deserve an apology every time. Oh my god. Sometimes you're wrong. Okay, I was wrong. Whatever. It doesn't deserve. It doesn't deserve. No, no, I I agree. No, no, not everything deserves that. Remember, TJ was a situation too. Like, like, and we and we could be wrong and strong. And I'm a ride on your on your bag wagon too. We talked (laughs) Mm -hmm. about that with Mm -hmm. the school situation. Like, I don't care. We still, you know. But are we gonna apologize for that? No. No. Like, it it, it is what it is. Yeah, because like Mash Sometimes, said, yeah, it I depends agree. on the relationship. It depends on yeah, if right. it doesn't matter to you. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna circle back around to apologize to you. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's a whole nother can of worms. Maybe we should have a, a episode mm-hmm. called "I'm Sorry" because I have real facts, strong well, facts. feelings about people apologizing, facts. being accountable. So I, mm-hmm. so I make so a trouble call. Yeah. Make a trouble right. Thank you. I'm sorry. Make, that's the next episode Make coming up. Step into the confessional booth. Do your 20 twin. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not yes. sorry. That's the episode title. I'm sorry. I'm not yes. sorry. Facts. Facts. All right, guys. You guys, thank you for listening to the full episode of Pride Under the Seven Deadly Sins. We are Sophisticatedly Ratchet. You are Sophisticatedly Ratchet. Thank you for being a part of the tribe. You can hear us everywhere you hear podcasts. We're on every platform. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon has podcasts. Then you can go ahead and check us out on social media. Hit us up in the DM. Hit us up in the comments. Like our stuff. You can hit us up on IG at So Ratchet Podcast, on TikTok at So Ratchet Podcast, on Twitter at So Ratchet Pod, and you can see our beautiful and handsome faces on YouTube at So Ratchet Space Podcast. Hit the like button right now. Hit the follow button right now. Hit the notification button right now. Share us with a friend. Share our episodes. Share our posts. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. And check your pride. Check your pride uh, tribe. Also, it's okay. Yeah. 
Also, who won the award of the day? Okay, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. We don't got to talk Shake. Feel it. It's a shake. I'm mindful. Shake what? I'm so mindful. I believe shake one. Shake one. Shake one. All right, shake. You win. Cheers to shake. Everybody can have a drink just for that. Check your pride and no bad days. That's about it. Love you, tribe. Love you, tribe. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. You can email us at soratchetpodcast at gmail.com. We release a new episode every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. We also go live on YouTube the first Wednesdays of each month. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episodes with your fellow Sophisticatedly Ratchet friends. See y'all next Wednesday.